0: Hello everyone Hello everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Defending the Indigenous, the podcast where we talk about the different things that Indigenous peoples have to go through and have gone through for years. As always, I am your host, Matthew Slaikovsky, and in today's episode we will be focusing on racism and violence that indigenous peoples have faced throughout history still face even today. Now, I'm going to go over what we will be focusing on in today's video. Alright, in today's episode, we'll be focusing on the racism and violence that indigenous people face. There are many examples where this has been shown dating back to before my generation was even born, and it still happens today with all of the things that they are called, and the attacks that happen to them from people beating them up to even in some cases murdering them just because of the way they look the way they act and their culture there's also dark things that have happened in the past and we will talk about some of them that are still being discovered like just recently what they discovered at residential schools But I'll talk about that later in the episode. So you're going to stick around to listen for that. We will now move on to the, the next segment to start talking about these issues. All right, we're going to start off by focusing on indigenous women and girls first. That's because indigenous women and girls are significantly represented as victims of crime additionally they are more likely than other women to experience risk factors for violence and are disproportionately young poor unemployed have likely been involved with the child welfare system which often fails to take care of indigenous girls example of these girls being mistreated it is from August 21st, oh, sorry, 17th, 2014. A young 15-year-old indigenous girl named Tina Fontaine was found in the Red River in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Dead. Her, dead. her dead body found in the river. Now, just think about that for a second. 15 years old. That's just disgusting. Like, how could somebody do that? something like that? To somebody so young, the the scary thing about that is that wasn't that long ago. Like 2014, I mean, now that's almost 17 years, six and a half. But still, to a young 15-year-old girl, that's just, that's horrible. And that just shows just some of the things that indigenous people still face today so next we're going to talk about the story of another indigenous woman that was killed again this story is from only a couple years ago which is scary to think about that this kind of thing still happens in today's society this woman was named barbara kentner she was a mother who was murdered by Braden bushby a 22-year-old who was then convicted of manslaughter in 2017 for the death of the 34-year-old indigenous woman. This was because Bushby, at this time 18, was a passenger in the vehicle along Mackenzie Street on the city's south side during the early morning of January 29, 2017. Bushby, who was drinking heavily, that time had said he wanted to drive around and yell at the sex trade workers kentner and her sister were walking down the residential street when the metal trailer hitch which was thrown from bushby then struck her in the abdomen she then underwent surgery and died on july 4th 2017 this goes to show how horrible some people could be i mean this man Thought it would be funny if he drove by an indigenous woman and threw a trailer hitch at her. That's just sickening to even think about. Like, how is somebody you find that remotely funny? And now the children of that woman, as long as her family members, never get to see her again just because of some stupidity like that. That's just unbelievable. So we've talked about these events that have happened not too long ago. And we think these things are absolutely horrible, which don't get me wrong there. I mean, like murdering a 15-year-old and throwing her body into the river, killing a 34-year-old mother with a trailer hitch because you thought it would be funny. That's just not right. But now I will talk about what it was like for indigenous people a long time ago, which this is only one story of many. And I will warn you right now, it's quite disturbing, so just be prepared. Historically, there are many instances where Indigenous people suffered violence at the hands of settlers. One example I'm going to focus on today of widespread violence can be found in the experience of the Mi'kmaq people in Nova Scotia during the mid-1700s. The founder, Halifax. Edward Cornwalls placed a bounty, a bounty, on Indigenous for the scalp of every Maliki man, woman, or child, thus causing the death of thousands of Indigenous. So, to recap this, they offered money to people to commit murders. That just blows my mind. How does think thing could be allowed? Like. You're offering, you're giving people money to kill people. Like, that's just not right. That's just, to murder people, that's just not right. These And these people were left by themselves with no support just to survive on them. And just, once again, it's an absolutely disgusting act. That something that should have never happened. <laughs> Alright, so to recap this episode, I've talked about the different types of things these people have gone through. And when you think about it, they almost have to live in fear in a sense that you never know what's going to happen. Because what if it's you that's walking down the street and gets a trailer hitch thrown at you from some guy that thinks it's funny. Or you're just walking somewhere and somebody kidnaps you, kills you, and just dumps your body into the river. Also going back and looking and reflecting on what people have done to the indigenous in the past and how brutal some of the things are that they did, like placing a bounty on them just for killing them, like getting money as a reward. Really, I mean, just that's just not right. There are also multiple other stories that we didn't cover today. Just like just recently, for example, they found two hundred and fifteen dead indigenous children that were buried at residential schools. Yeah, you heard me right, 215. That, that was just an absolutely devastating thing to discover. And there's still more hope for things being discovered. Because And there was only one residential school. They're starting to go to more to dig up to see what they could find. Now we really wanna know what's gonna be at the rest. There are also Indigenous people suffering in their communities because they don't have enough money to be able to survive and buy food. But that's why there's a way that you can help by donating to them on a website, www.candahelps.org. Again, that is www.candahelps.org. Help by donating so at least we could try to do something to repay them for what our country done to them. Well, folks, that's all we have for today's episode of Defending the Indigenous. As always, I'm your host, Matthew Sikorski, and make sure you're back for next episode. Everybody have a good day, and I'll see you all later.